Greetings. Thank you all for returning to this week's new study episode titled Galatians Chapter 5, Freedom of the Believer, Part 3. I am Pastor John, welcoming our returning international audience. We also extend a warm welcome to all our new listeners here for the first time. Thank you all for listening, both new and those who are returning again. May you all be blessed of God. This past week, we had a lot of storm damage at our studios. However, we have many episodes already completed, at least in text format. We had an entire week of non-productivity as our time was required in the pursuit of property cleanup. One car was regarded as salvage given a tree fell on it. We also had much property cleanup requiring days and services to help us. Since I have a significant lead on this podcast, I am able to continue uninterrupted by a week of total non-productivity toward producing this podcast on time. So, continuing. Last week, we examined Galatians chapter 5, Freedom of the Believer, part 2, verses 4 through 6. We found a lot more, too. Notice what it says in verse 4. You fell from grace, or you have fallen from grace, in other translations. Commentary reads, Either from that grace which they profess to have, for there might be some in these churches, as in others, who were only nominal Christians and formal professors, who had declared they saw themselves lost and undone sinners, destitute of a righteousness, and professed to believe in Christ alone for righteousness and strength, but now trusted in themselves. This week, we will examine Galatians chapter 5, verses 7 through 12. What does Galatians chapter 5 tell us? What can Galatians chapter 5 tell us that we do not already know? Once again, let us get into Galatians chapter 5 and see. You were running well. Who prevented you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast makes the whole batch of dough rise. I am confident in the Lord that you will accept no other view, but the one who is confusing you will pay the penalty, whoever he may be. Now, brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those agitators would go so far as to castrate themselves. Galatians chapter 5, verses 7 through 12. Wow! Paul is not mincing his words one bit. Wow! 
I am stunned by what Paul says in verse 12. I wish those agitators would go so far as to castrate themselves. That is very unforgiving of Paul and lacks zero clarity of what Paul is saying. In other words, he is unmistakably crystal clear with zero uncertainty. Let us get into this verse range of verses and see if we can conclude in any form what Paul is saying beyond that alone. Paul starts, You were running well. Who held you back that you do not obey the truth? From Green's literal translation, Galatians chapter 5, verse 7. On this passage, commentary tells us, The Christian life is often represented as a race. Paul means here that they began the Christian life with ardor and zeal. Who did hinder you? Margin, drive you back. The word used here means properly to beat or drive back. Hence, it means to hinder, check, or retard. Dr. Doddridge remarks that this is, quote, an Olympic expression and properly signifies coming across the course while a person is running in it in such a manner as to jostle and throw him out of the way, end quote. Paul asks, with emphasis, who it could have been that retarded them in their Christian course, implying that it could have been done only by their own consent, or that there was really no cause why they should not have continued as they began. From Barnes New Testament Notes there is more than one place the Bible uses the analogy of our life in Christ being a foot race. Notice the definition of this race by Dr. Doddridge. Quote, this is, quote, an Olympic expression and properly signifies coming across the course while a person is running in it in such a manner as to jostle and throw him out of the way. End quote. Notice, too, this comment in commentary about Paul's demeanor. Paul asks, with emphasis, who it could have been that retarded them in their Christian course, implying that it could have been done only by their own consent, or that there was really no cause why they should not have continued as they began. I think the meaning here is quite clear. There really is no middle ground, no middle place of any kind. We are either hot or cold to be usable in any way and never in the middle by any definition and or meaning. The middle ground really is no place to be, especially especially if it angers God himself. If saved, your heavenly Father. In commentary, we also read, Ye did run well, or you did run well, in the Christian race, 
when they first set out in profession of religion, they embraced and held fast and were zealously attached to the truths of the gospel. They were in the lively exercise of grace on its proper object and very diligent in the discharge of duty. They made great proficiency in the knowledge of divine things and ran with cheerfulness and without weariness in the ways of Christ and in the paths of truth and holiness. The metaphor is taken from runners in a race. So far this is said to their commendation, but this should have been persisted in. Who did hinder you? Not the apostle or any of his brethren. No, they encouraged them to go on and gave them all the assistance they could to help them forward. But it was the false apostles that hindered them who did all they could to remove them to another gospel and turn them aside out of the right way. From the New John Gill's exposition of the entire Bible. I seriously doubt this could not be any more clear. The lukewarm state is a very bad place for any of us to be. I seriously doubt it could be any more clear than we see and understand it here. At the point of their conversation to Christ, Paul says, You were running well, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 7. What did commentary just say here? In the Christian race, when they were set out in a profession of religion, they embraced and held fast and were zealously attached to the truths of the gospel. They were in the lively exercise of grace on its proper object and were diligent in the discharge of duty. They made great proficiency in the knowledge of divine things and ran with cheerfulness and without weariness in the ways of Christ and in the paths of truth and holiness. Notice all the things they were exercising and executing when they first set out in the profession of religion. They embraced it and held it fast. They were zealously attached to the truths of the gospel. They were in the lively exercise of grace. They were very diligent in the discharge of duty. They made great proficiency in the knowledge of divine things. They ran with cheerfulness. They were without weariness in the ways of Christ and in the paths of truth and holiness. If they were all of that, where did they find the time to backslide or outright fall away? Yet, this is at least where this passage starts. How does one fall away if it is said of them, they were without weariness in the ways of Christ 
and in the paths of truth and holiness. If the same good things are said of us, how is it falling away is also said of us today? This persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. Galatians chapter 5, verse 8. In other words, this persuasion does not come from Jesus, God the Father, or the Holy Spirit. It is, at the very least, incorrect to sway from one's original persuasion. That is the opinion they were persuaded to believe, and which the Syriac version renders, quote, your persuasion, end quote. This is not of God, who had called them into the grace of Christ, nor of Christ, who had called them to the knowledge of himself and communion with him, nor of the Spirit of Christ, who had called them with a holy calling, and who still continued to call them to repentance, nor of any faithful minister of the gospel, who had been concerned as an instrument in their effectual calling, meaning the notion they were persuaded to give into that circumcision and the works of the law were necessary to salvation, and that these were to be joined with the righteousness of Christ for justification. Such a conceit as this could never be of God, nor any evangelical minister, but must be of Satan or his emissaries, the false prophets. From the New John Gill's Exposition of the Entire Bible. Wow! Once again, commentary just does not mince its words or sound nice. Are you beginning to see there is simply no middle ground? You need to be hot or cold, period. In other words, saved or unsaved. On this subject, Notice what commentary just said. Such a conceit as this could never be of God, nor of any evangelical minister, but must be of Satan or his emissaries, the false apostles. This means there are those who walk the walk, talk the talk, and look the part who are none of these things. They sow discord in the body of Christ and in the name of Christ. Commentary said of these that they must be of Satan or his emissaries, the false apostles. That is impressively strong language. Scripture continues. A little yeast makes the whole batch of dough rise. Galatians chapter 5 verse 9. Simply meaning that only a little corruption needs to enter a larger body of believers to take out most of them, if not all of them in some cases. 
This is evidently a proverbial expression. Its meaning here is that the embracing of the errors which they had adopted was to be traced to some influence existing among themselves and acting like leaven. It may mean that the false teachers there might be compared to leaven, whose doctrines, though they were few in number, had pervaded the mass of Christians, that the influence which had brought this change about was at first small and unimportant, that there might have been but a few teachers of that kind, and it might have not been deemed worthy of particular attention or alarm, but that the doctrines thus infused into the churches had spread like leaven until the whole mass had become affected. From Barnes' New Testament Notes I think this commentary says it all, folks. Not only about the old times we now observe, but it still speaks to our own situation today. How many good churches have come, gone bad, and then disappeared? While not the whole reason for their dissolve, it is a far bigger part of it than one might first think. This study so far is about not only being a church of believers, but staying that way and doing the things of God in miraculous ways. Not simply as a church body, but as individual believers in Christ. Our time now is like no other in recent years or in the years of history. We have a chance to show the love of Christ to many people. It may be only a short time or one of much larger than we may be able to see now in this present state of things. So act more as if it is a short, open window that could once again close, without warning, where we now find ourselves in a more persecuted time than in recent years. Next week, we will examine part four of this passage. We will look at verses 10 through 12 to finish this passage portion. Galatians chapter 5, verse 7 reads, You were running well, who prevented you from obeying the truth. Play or download next week's episode titled, Galatians chapter 5, Freedom of the Believer, part 4. Download this episode next week from one of our podcast hosts. Or, Follow direct links to these platforms on our website under the podcast menu item. Details follow. Please remember, we are praying for you. We wish any and all who are sick with coronavirus or COVID-19, as many call it, that our great and powerful God heals you. Whether you are sick or not, we wish all our listeners well and perfect God-given health. May you all be blessed of God in a way you cannot only see it, but in a way that will give you testimony of His greatness and power. Amen. This study podcast 
is a wholly self-funded outreach presented by the Church of the Unchurched, currently an all-electronic Boston-based outreach uniting the community of lost, searching, lonely, and forgotten in Christ. We greatly appreciate serving our international audience. God bless you all. If you are visiting for the first time, welcome and God bless you. We look forward to the return of all our faithful listeners and new listeners. Thank you all so much. Please share our podcast with family, friends, and others you believe would find it a blessing. If you are unsaved, we truly hope you will find God as well as receiving Him as Lord and Savior of your life. Please find a short link to our episode titled, How to Be Saved, at the bottom of any episode description. To learn more about us and who we are, give our episode titled, Introduction, About Us, Who We Are, a listen. In that episode, you will learn more about us, who we are reaching out to, our mission, vision, ministry, and more. Again, a short link to this episode is found at the bottom of any episode description. For more information, check out our mobile, tablet, and desktop compliant website. It is a subdomain hosted at site123.com. That is site123.com. Our site link is unchurched.site123.me. This website is where you will find additional information about us and the podcast platforms we are in syndication with. Find direct links to all our platforms under the podcast menu item. This year, we have decided to go with making Pinecast our primary host as we move away from Podomatic. For more information, listen to our year-end update for 2019. Until then, we will continue to post our podcast on our current primary host at Podomatic, found at this short link, is.gd slash uppercase I, K, lowercase L, uppercase Y, X, lowercase S. Our RSS feed is syndicated on many popular podcast platforms. Please use the search phrase, in either case, Church of the Un, insert dash symbol, Churched, to find us on a podcast platform like iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or Spotify, to name a few. We refresh our RSS feed with every weekly episode upload on Sundays. These sites update our feed within 24 hours of our refresh. If Podomatic has any server issues, all linked episodes on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher will be unavailable for the duration of the server downtime. We therefore host all episodes on our backup host, www.podcasts.com. That is podcast with an S. Again, our site address is www.podcasts.com. 
or go to anchor.fm slash unchurched. Now to him who is able to strengthen you, to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever. Amen. Until next week, this is Pastor John for the Church of the Unchurched.